Jamie Sherman from MLive and Michigan's Best, and we are continuing our series focusing on the cool businesses that Founders Crafted in Michigan program is bringing to you. We're highlighting different businesses from across Michigan. These are artisan crafts people who are making cool things or doing great things all across our state. And right now we are super excited to welcome Miss Suzanne with us from Beer City Dog Biscuits, an awesome company based in Grand Rapids. Welcome, Suzanne. Hi, everyone. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. We really appreciate it. Well, I have to say, for those who are unaware of your company, it is a top seller in our house with our two dogs. They love Beer City Dog Biscuits. Tell us how your company got started. Well, thank you, Amy. I'm so glad they enjoy it. Well, um, our company started with my dear friend, Leslie Hooker, and I. We've been friends for 40 years. And I have been in the educational consulting business for 20 years, and I help families with children with disabilities transition, you know, through school and beyond. My son is autistic. He's 24 years old. And Leslie has a son um, who is blind um, and fine motor issues and a little bit of cognitive. So he, together, we have not only been friends, but we have been working together to look at what opportunities were outside of school and what they could be doing. And so um, after doing a lot of research and trying to figure out what our boys will be doing beyond um, high school and then beyond the age of 26. Michigan supports uh, students with disabilities until the age of 26. And we realized there really was not much out there, not only um, for job opportunities, but also for living. And we decided that we committed to each other and, and our husbands that we would do what we could to change that and create a business. So we were brainstorming my kitchen table and I had a friend in Ohio that um, had given me a sample of dog biscuits that were made by a special ed class. And we just started brainstorming and really within an hour we had come up with a recipe and a name and um, felt that it was a great product because we're not governed by the FDA. So we didn't have to go through a lot of hoops to create um, you know, a sterilized kitchen and, and such like that. It's only governed by the ag department. And with our population, it is a little bit more difficult to get them to follow protocol exactly. Mm -hmm. So we also felt it not only was the recipe simple, the process was simple, it was also something that we didn't have to really worry too much about. Now the Ag Department definitely has regulations of oh, its yes. own, <laughs> <laughs> but it, they're not as stringent as the FDA. So we really, yeah, so we realized that we could reach out to the not only existing um, programs that were in um, the Kent ISD, but also adult foster care homes and other transition programs that could provide us with our um, volunteer staff, our group, our brew bakers is what we call them. Oh, I love that. <laughs> 
So you guys really came up with this business. It's a very, very personal business for you. I mean, it's, you designed it almost specifically for your sons in mind. Absolutely, we did because we, you know, we wanted for our boys what we want for our other children, to be happy, to give back, you know, to feel fulfilled and to feel that they have a purpose. And that was really, that's the whole basis of why we chose to um, create this business. And we want it to be sustainable, something that will continue to move with them and give opportunities to other adults with disabilities as well. That's amazing. I'm going to tear up. Um, now, your brew bakers, about how many brew bakers do you, do you have currently? And, and how do you go about all this? You said you came up with your recipe and idea all in about an hour. <laughs> we did. We did. Um, well, it, it's, you know, things, obviously, as you can imagine, it pivoted a little bit with the COVID. But prior to that, you know, we started out with our two boys and we've had a generous um, opportunity with Central Reformed Church in downtown Grand Rapids. They've provided us with their commercial kitchen as a donation. So we initially got that space and we started out with our two boys. And prior to COVID, we had 85 brew bakers coming through our kitchen on a weekly basis. Wow. Yeah, wow. It's pretty exciting. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. And so what we've really concentrated on while we're staying at home is how can we change our model and pivot because they are um, very, um, they will be more apt to feel shut in than most of us. Now, we've all felt shut in in the last several months, of course, but they have a tendency to be more shut in because they're not opportunities. They can't independently get out and walk around or even, you know, go to, they're not necessarily going to the grocery store. They're, a lot of the adult foster care homes that they live in, because they're governed by the state, they have to stay in like a nursing home. You know, so, and for them to be shut in and not have that communication or daily routine and activity, they can regress in their skills. So we really um, worked hard at changing that. And now what we're doing is since they can't come to us, we're going to them. We are taking dough and molds and packing equipment and stickers and everything and we're delivering them to all those adult foster care homes and also now some of the centers are open to the centers so they can feel productive and it's so wonderful we Leslie and I both are getting messages from our brew bakers on Facebook or Texas saying I want to come back I miss you and you know they they want to work they really do so, so, well, we all miss the routine and I can, for, I can imagine for someone who's autistic, it's even harder. Um, but I love that you're packing it up and you're, you're bringing Beer City Dog Biscuits to them. <laughs> yes, yes. We, and you know, we, the blessing is we had a large amount of inventory prior to the shutdown. Mm -hmm. And we also um, had the wherewithal to create a website. So we had an online shopping um, opportunity regardless of COVID. But the nice thing is then we're ready. We were, we were ready to sell and we've increased our online sales by hundred percent. Oh my gosh. 
<laughs> and which has been wonderful. You know, the community has been great in really supporting us. And, you know, now we are in over 60 stores across the state of Michigan. We've got a wonderful relationship with Pet Supply Plus here on this side of the state. And so we, sh we ship to their Dallas stores as well as Appleton, Wisconsin and Mobile, Alabama. And then on the west side of uh, Michigan, a wonderful company called Premier Pet Supplies in the Detroit area. They have six stores and they have really been great promoters of us as well. So for those, because pet food is an essential business, we've been able to distribute and give it to those types of stores. It's, you know, unfortunately, it's the small little independent owners that, you know, have either gone, you know, closed shop or, um, you know, just hasn't been able to, you know, do more orders. But it's really pushed us and trying to, how can we market ourselves differently mm -hmm. and reach out to that, you know, beyond the state of Michigan. And it's been, it's been great. We also had an opportunity. We were ready to launch a new flavor prior to COVID and we launched it during COVID. Really? And it's been very successful. Yes. Well, do tell, what's the new flavor? <laughs> the new flavor is blueberry flaxseed. Oh, I was not expecting that. I was thinking like liver and onions. <laughs> yeah, no, dogs love blueberries. And, um, you know, we wanted something healthy, you mm -hmm. know, something that, um, you know, we could and also easily access and get, you know, we have the opportunity here in West Michigan, access to blueberry, blueberries. And so it's, it's been, it's been a great, it's also easy to add to the recipe. Which is so let's thing. talk about that recipe. Let's talk about how you make these biscuits and what makes them special or maybe a little bit different for dogs to enjoy. Well, it's an all natural product. It has um, peanut butter, we um, eggs and rice flour. And then we have um, donated um, spent grains from Founders Brewing Company. And that's where our relationship um, starts. You know, when after Leslie and I had that hour brainstorming, we said to each other, well, where are we going to get the spent grains from? And I looked at her and said, hey, let's start at the top and see <laughs> if they're going to be willing to donate. And, you know, we, um, my family had a, you know, it's a sort of a distant relationship with Dave Angbers. Mm -hmm. So I just sent him an email and said, can we meet? And he was gracious enough because he's, you know, he's just that type of a person to say, come on in and let's talk. So Leslie and I went in and, and we told him our big idea and he jumped right on it. And um, he was trying to really manage because they do such a large production that it, they shoot their spent grains into large trucks and sell it to farmers. So for feed for um, animals, and we didn't obviously need a truckload. So um, we are getting the spent grains from the tap room, you know, because oh, yeah. they do individual beers exclusively for the tap room. So we pick them up once a week. And, you know, prior to COVID, we had our brew bakers picking them up. And, you know, we try to do as much as we can to get the brew bakers out in the community. So they were picking up 
spent grains. They also do our local deliveries and they sell at the farmer's market. Hmm. So besides making the biscuits, they are out in the community because that's important for everyone to understand, you know, who they are. Absolutely. absolutely yeah. yeah. Now as a chef, I got to ask you, what's your favorite beers, spent grains to use in the dog business? Like, do you prefer a brown ale to an IPA or? <laughs> well, interesting. We don't always know what we're getting. Mm-hmm. You know, it depends on what their brewing cycle is, but there's a very distinctive color between, you know, the brown ales and the IPAs. The interesting, the brown ales are sweeter. That makes sense, absolutely. The biscuits (laughs) are sweeter. And trust me, we've all tasted them. I mean. (laughs) (laughs) I've heard that. I I interviewed someone from Founders and he said that when you you guys came up with the recipe and brought him in, that Dave brought him around to everyone, you know, at corporate headquarters and made everyone try them. (laughs) He did. And he's so funny, came in to work with the brew bakers one morning and right out of the oven Dave stuck his hand right in there and popped him he says he prefers it warm okay (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome how many different flavors do you guys make of the biscuits right now just two oh we've got our original and then we have um blueberry the blueberry flag state okay (laughs) and it you know what happens it's all about the production you know and our timing we're, we're subject to um, school programming and center-based programming, so we have to end the production at two o'clock. Oh, okay, because you have students who are working with you and then they yeah. go home, okay. But all of yeah. that is on its head because of the, the COVID thing. Yeah. Yeah, and, and I'm sure it's been incredibly hard. I mean, you can't even really plan for the fall at this point because you don't know what's gonna happen, right? You're absolutely right. You know, that's why we had to quickly pivot and try to do the best that we can to get it to them. Um, and, you know, I, they're so grateful, but it'll be interesting, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, for everyone, for sure. So I have to ask you, I'm also a mom. Here you, you guys come up with this idea for your, for your sons. What was their response? Were they excited or were they like, mom, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> That's a wonderful question. And you know, we've never been asked that question before. Um, Hannah's Hooker is a rock star, super salesman, an incredibly positive young man, and he was thrilled. Um, My son, being autistic, of course, that was out of his routine, didn't, what are you doing, basically? He he had a lot of why, why, why questions. (laughs) Yeah. but, you know, I think the, the wonderful thing is the two of them make a great team. Hannes is a wonderful salesman and spokesman um, for Beer City. And Gavin is mass producer. I mean, he is an incredible biscuit maker. You give him a task and a time frame in which to do it, he will double it. So together, you know, they led by example to the other brew bakers. That's fantastic. Now, is your guys' goal eventually to have um, you and Leslie kind of move move out of your positions and allow the boys to take over? Or is this something that it's going to be a family business for forever as you, as you move through this? Another great question. Um, we would eventually, you know, like to step back and, um, you know, just oversee uh, the, the, 
our sons and the brew bakers don't necessarily have the capabilities to run a, a business. We currently have two part-time employees. We've got an office manager and a kitchen manager. But what we what we lo ultimately love to do is have our own facility. Mm -hmm. So we can, you know, right now we actually have a waiting list. From the 85 people, we have an additional waiting list of people wow. that want to come. So we could double our, you know, people that come to the um, kitchen. But we've also, we've had a lot of people across the country and actually in Canada asking us to franchise. Ooh, I love this. And so that would be something that we'd love to do. First step, move into our own facility. Second step, you know, we're in the process of writing down our processes and creating a model. So then pushing to other parts of the, you know, whoever's interested. It's fascinating about the first interest was from Canada. That is, that uh, is really interesting. <laughs> I mm -hmm. love that. Well, it seems yeah. like there's um, a huge lack of opportunities for young adults as they kind of age out of the system to, to perform work that's appropriate and, and, to, and to have that connection that would work out. I mean, I think that that's a brilliant idea to, to franchise. You go, girl. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, hoping and praying. It's on our you know, prayer list. Let's do it. Right? I love that. Well, that was another question I had is what do you see in the future of Beer City Dog Biscuits? What are some of your um, plans that you're making? Here comes my dog right here. Hello. <laughs> I love it. Mine's yeah. right down here. <laughs> they always have to come in right when I'm doing the interview. <laughs> of course. <laughs> right. Um, so what do you see as, as your plans for the future that maybe immediately one is to probably get through COVID, of course, and figure that out, but and then beyond. You're right. Immediately is COVID and, and really trying to continually to find different ways to engage with the current brew bakers because we don't want to lose them. You know, not only physically, we don't want to lose them emotionally. Um, but I definitely a big, big push for us is to find our own facility. We had an opportunity to work with a, um, a company that gave us a um, a model, a plan, mm -hmm. and we had a bunch of stakeholders that came together, including brew makers, to find, you know, what would be a dream facility, and so we would love to do that. Um, we'd like to also, um, at some point, as I, in the originally, when you'd asked me that question, we'd like to create a living community that our boys could be in and that community would hopefully be integrated um, either with some low-income housing and associated with a, a senior living community because we feel that that is a great partnership they can could support each other and it's volunteer opportunities and work opportunities in both places so that would ultimately be our dream is that we're not only providing a workspace for them, but we're providing a living and safe place for them as well that's integrated, very diverse, not only disabilities, but, you know, whoever has an opportunity to be there. And um, that's, our, that's our ultimate goal because we want, as I said, for them to be as independent as possible and have the same opportunities that our other children have. 
So that's I. I am just astounded that a tiny little dog biscuit can spur so many huge dreams. That's incredible. Absolutely incredible. So what's it been like? Um, I mean, you've been working with founders since the very beginning, uh, but what's it been like with the Crafted in Michigan uh, campaign that they started? Have you seen a, a little little jump in uh, you know exposure and sales with your partnership there? Absolutely. Um, they have been a good, a good part of our online increase, you know, of our sales. Your 100% so increase. <laughs> absolutely. And growing. Um, and so besides biscuits, we also have swag, you know, t-shirts and hats and different things. And so they have been, you know, their founders exposure is tremendous. And, you know, a lot of people who drink beer also have dogs. Um, <laughs> what are you trying to say? No, <laughs> um, we've got this great, as a matter of fact, we've got this great um, bottle opener that says, um, have a beer with your best friend. And, you know, that has our logo on it. Um, oh, so, so it, yeah. <laughs> And, but they have really, they've been an integral part of us growing our online business and helping to, to really survive during the, during this COVID. And we're surviving, you know, we're making it happen. We're doing it. You know, we're, we can't let these, these um, adults down. Leslie and I feel a tremendous um, responsibility from what we started to keep it going because they need it. They need it. Oh my goodness, so much. Well, we wish you all the best of luck. Suzanne, if people want to get um, more information about Beer City Dog Biscuits, maybe figure out where they can order some or purchase some from a store or learn more about the program in general, where should they go? They can go to beercitydogbiscuits.org. We're a nonprofit company um, and 100% of our proceeds go right back into the business. We do not, Leslie and I don't take a dime. We just you know, make sure that this company is sustainable. So please, beercitydogbiscuits.org and you'll be able to say, wag the swag to buy product and you'll see videos and you'll see our brew bakers and you'll see our dogs. <laughs> I love it. Well, I can't wait to check it out. Thank you so much, Suzanne, for joining us. We so appreciate it. Thank you so much, Amy, for having me. I appreciate it. Of course. If you want to learn more about Beer City Dog Biscuits or the Crafted in Michigan program, you want to head to MLive.com.